your honor. The mayor, your honor, the mayor. Amen? <laughs> it's a phrase. It's a phrase, you know. Uh, uh, you've heard the phrase, if it please your honor. In other words, we're talking about that person. Is it okay with you if we approach the bench, if we, if we can do some of these things? <laughs> Amen? It's a code of conduct, honor. Anybody that's ever served in the military knows what conduct means on the battlefield. There's an honorable conduct, and then there's a dishonorable conduct. Amen. We were taught that. I was taught these things early, 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 early. Amen. Hallelujah. Code of conduct. Honors. It's also a, a social conduct. In other words, will you do the honors? In other words, will you come first? It's also recognized as someone who has uh, accomplished great academic heights. They've won different honors scholastically. Amen? I mean, that's an honor. We need to honor those people. We honor our graduates from high school. Now they honor, man, they're honoring so many kids now. They honor them from great, from kindergarten. They honor them from the first grade. <laughs> you know, they honor them all the way up. Now they honor them in middle school, high school. We honor our graduates from college. What a wonderful thing. We need to honor that uh, accomplishment. Amen. It's an achievement. Programs for advanced study. I like this one here, and I know Joe will like this one here. It's the right of being asked first to tee off. You have the honors. In other words, that means you get to tee off first. And usually that changes from hole to hole, <laughs> depending on what your score is. You know, the lowest guy with the lowest uh, score on that particular hole, he gets the honors of teeing off first. Amen. I thought that was pretty cool. Amen. To hold in respect. To hold in respect. Amen. Hallelujah. Honor. To hold in high esteem. To highly respect. Let's look here in Psalms 12 verse 6. I think they had that ready for us. Amen. How are we? How can we honor God? We're going to honor Him three ways this morning, and this isn't going to take long. But it's okay. We're going to honor Him in word. We're going to honor Him in His will, and we're going to honor Him in His way. Look here. Let's honor His word. Psalms twelve six says, "The words of the Lord are what pure, pure words." As silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. So how, how honorable is his word? It's pure. I said it's pure. His word is pure. It's pure than the best and most refined gold that you'll ever have. His word. That word that you hold in your lap. Those 66 books of the Bible that God told you to hide in your heart. What is it? It's as pure as a cool drink of water from a mountain stream. It's pure. Come on. Can you say amen? Say his word is pure. His word is pure. 
His word is pure. And if we'll take what is pure and put in us, eventually we will begin to speak the same words that are pure. Glory to God. Look here at another one. Psalms 18, verse 30. As for God, everybody say God. As for God, His way. His way. Look at the person next to you and say, He ain't talking about you. Ain't talking about you. As for who? God. God, His way is what? Perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. Amen. He is a what? Buckler to all those that trust him. Amen. You know what a, you know what a buckle is for? It's for security. God is your secure buckler. As for God, his way is tried. His way has been tried. His way is what? Perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler for all those who what? Trust him. We're talking about giving honor to his word. Giving honor to someone who's pure. Giving honor to someone who's been tried. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5. I love this. It says, every word of God. Every, in other words, you can open up the Bible and you can just begin to read anywhere and it's pure. <laughs> I got to dance on that one. It's pure. You can't get any better than God's word. Amen. We ought to be jumping into that Bible every day of our life, every morning of our life. We ought to be diving in to something that we know is perfect. Every word of God is pure. He is a what? He is a shield unto them that put their what? Trust in Him. He is a shield like, like someone, like a soldier would have a shield. God is my shield. Go ahead, devil. Throw your best shot. Go ahead, devil. Shoot at me again. Amen. I'm holding up a podium here, Craig, with a big face on it like a shield to give you a visual thing of what we're talking about this morning. Amen. He's a shield. He is a protector of all that is pure and all that he stands for. Can you say amen? Glory to God. We're talking about honoring the word, esteeming the word, respecting the word of God. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 10 and verse 8. But what saith thee? What saith thee? (laughs) What saith thee? The what? The word is nigh thee. Even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Come on now. Where is your word? 
Where is your word that's pure? Where is your word that's honest? Well, God is telling us, and the Apostle Paul here in the book of Romans, he said, your word ought to be in your mouth. You ought to be speaking what God says. You ought to not only be listening, but when you're listening, you ought to be speaking God's word. Where is God's word in your life? Where is his word in your life when trouble comes? When it looks like all hell has broken loose? What is the first thing that comes out of your mouth? It ought to be God's word. But what saith it? What saith it? You, you, you. What saith ye? The word is nigh you. How close is it? It's right here. It's right here. Amen? It's right in your mouth. And we use this little member right here called the tongue to speak. Speak words of life. Amen. Speak words of life over yourself. Speak words of life over your family. Speak words of life over your leadership. Speak words of life over your children. Speak words of life over circumstances that you can't handle. Speak life. Why? Because it's pure and it's holy. And it comes from God. Honor. Honor His Word. Honor His Word. I think the greatest way we can honor His Word is to use it. Is to use it. I said is to use it. God wants to use you. And he wants to honor you the same time you honor his word. How about honoring his way? I believe I'm on the right way. I know there's a lot of ways out there. That particular Catholic priest that we had talked about We just had a great conversation that day. We talked about a lot of highways, different ways. We talked about, is there only one way that we can reach heaven? And before before I left that airport that day, we absolutely shook hands, hugged each other's necks, and we looked at each other and we agreed that there's one way. And it's Jesus. I said, and it's Jesus. I said, Father, do you guys really believe that Mary saves the world? He said, oh, no. We just recognize her highly as the mother of the Savior. I said, I can understand that. I can understand that. But I said, do you believe Jesus, the Son of God, is the only way to heaven? He looked at me and he said, emphatically, Yes. Amen. So let's not give other denominations so hard uh, down the road until you can actually sit down and talk to them. Amen. Unless they absolutely deny the virgin birth, the blood of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I love to talk to people like that. I like to see where they're at. Because God's word is pure. God's word should be esteemed as well as God's people should be esteemed. Honor his way. Look here at Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 3. The voice 
of him that crieth in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of who? Of who? The Lord. See, we're talking about Jesus. There is, there is no other way for you and I to prepare other than the way of the man from Galilee. Hallelujah. The man of Nazareth. The man that walked on the water, laid hands on, on the blind. Amen. Healed the sick. Cast out devils. Hallelujah. Raise the dead. That's whose way we are preparing. Do you think we ought to honor his way? The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way. Who's he talking about? Everybody in here ought to be a preparer of the way. It's not just to come and to sit in a pew. You ought to be preparing the way for somebody that you know. Probably the closest people that you can reach right off the bat is your family. How well are you preparing the way? For your family. A preacher told me a long time ago. He said brother Arnold. The greatest time that you'll ever be. The best witness. Is right after you get saved. Because all you want to do. Is to tell people about what happened to you. (laughs) Hey man you need to meet this guy named Jesus. You need to meet this guy named Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) We need to honor his way. Look at Habakkuk. Chapter 3 and verse 6. He stood and measured the earth. Woo. As far as the east is from the west and the north is from the south. That's how big God is. <laughs> we can't measure that, but that's how big he is. That's how awesome he is. He stood and measured the earth. He beheld. And drove asunder the nations. And the everlasting mountains were scattered. The perpetual hills did bow. His ways are everlasting. (laughs) His ways are everlasting. Whatever whatever he's teaching you. And whatever you're teaching that you receive from Barbanite. These ways are not just for today. They're everlasting. They will last forever. His word will last forever. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Look here at Mark chapter 1 and verse 3. Amen. Very familiar scripture here in the New Testament. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his paths Straight. See, a lot of times people relate that just to pastors. That's his job. That is one of my things that I need to do. But it's also a job of the sheep. Amen? Did you know sheep beget sheep? It's your job as a sheep as well as mine to do what? Prepare the way for other sheep. For other people, for other believers. How are you preparing the way that you are walking? How are you making that way more stronger? How are you making that way a way that someone might even ask you, Hey, 
brother, hey, sister, you, you, you walk a little different. You, you talk a little different. What, what's the difference here? Bam, the door just opened up. For you to, get a, to give a word of preparation. Well, just let me tell you what God did for me. Amen. I know what he's done for me. But I can't say what he's done for everyone else. Look here at John chapter 14, verse 6. <laughs> Jesus said unto him. Jesus said. See, he's, he's saying that to us. This is just not Arnold Dameron talking to you this morning. This is Jesus talking to you, the people that are here. If you'll listen, this is Jesus talking to people, amen, who believe that God's word is pure, that God's word will get it from today to tomorrow, that God's word will go in a family and heal bodies. God's word will go in a family and clear up minds. God's word will go into bodies and clear up bodies. Jesus. We need to honor his word, but we also need to honor the way that we're on and the way that he prepared for us. Jesus said, I'm the way. (laughs) He said, I'm the way, and I'm not only the way, amen, but I'm the truth. I'm also the life. Amen. No man. Look at that next part. No man or woman cometh unto the Father but by me. Amen. If you're going to come to Jesus, there's one way for you to come in, and that's through the front door. And what did Jesus say? I am the door. And if anyone tries to come in any other way, he's the same as a thief and a robber. Honor his way. I said honor his way. Not my way, not your way. It's not my way. It's not Kogop's way. It's God's way. Amen. It's not all these different denominations in the world. We were talking about how, how much chaos is going on in the world today because they walked away from the only true God. There's one God. And God said, I am that I am. Woo! Glory to God. We are as we are. We belong to Him. Honor His will. John, uh, the next one. Honor His will. Honor His will. Look here at Psalms chapter 40 and verse 8. I delight (laughs) to do the will, oh my God. Not, oh, my God, but, oh, my God. (laughs) Amen? I get excited. I get happy. Amen? To do God's will. You ought to get excited when we get in here, have the opportunity to sing praises to God. Amen? That's his will. See, we need to honor his word. We need to honor his way, but we need to honor his will. I delight to do the will. Or we could say, I'm delighted to take instructions from my father. Because when I do that, I'm honoring 
him. I delight to do thy will, O God. Yea, thy law is written in my heart. His word ought to be written in your heart. Amen. Oh, God, how will I hide your word in my heart? Because you're going to need it. Amen. We need to honor. Folks, I want to tell you, don't take that word honor lightly. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Look here at another one. Yeah. Uh, Matthew 6. Matthew 6, beginning in verse 9. And this is Jesus. You know, this, this, this is how Jesus taught a lot of us how to pray. He said, after this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father. Amen. I mean, I, I have a Father. My Father's in heaven. What, what a hero. What a leader. And you're talking about what honor me and my eight siblings gave my father. Amen. And you might say, well, honor is something earned. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Amen. Look at this. After this manner, therefore, pray you, our father, which art in heaven. Well, we know where he's at, don't we? Yeah. We know where he is. Amen. We know his address. So isn't it good to know that when we're praying, we know where he is. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed. One other translation says, honored, holy be thy name. We're not just talking about anybody. We're talking about honoring the Father. Amen. Next verse. Thy kingdom come. He's coming. Amen. And he's bringing ten thousands of his angels with him. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth. Whoa. I love that. In earth? Wait a minute. That's where we live. Who's going to carry out his will on this earth? People that honor him. Glory to God. It's an honor for Barb and I to serve God. The kingdom come, thy will be done in earth. He not only wants his word done here on earth, but like it is in heaven. See that word, how it's phrased? As it is. In other words, as it is, it's that way in heaven already. So as it is in heaven, He's saying, what? Thy will be done in earth. How's he going to get that will done? In you and I. Amen. Because we esteem his word. We honor his word. We honor each other. Amen. Glory to God. Go to the next one, verse 11. Give us this day our what? Our daily bread. Folks, I need to eat every day. Amen. Sometimes if we're not careful, we'll, we'll eat the wrong things all day. <laughs> but we, we need, but Jesus himself said it's not in bread alone, is it? Right. No, it, it's not. But we, we eat to stay alive. But he said, give, Father, give me my portion of what's pure today. His word. Hallelujah. Verse 12. <laughs> 
and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And we, you, you can go back and look at the example about the unjust steward, how God forgave him of much, and then he wouldn't forgive the other guy. He said, no, you know, hey, did you forget here, brother, how God forgave you? But yet you don't want to forgive this other brother? Folks, I want to tell you, unforgiveness in the body of Christ is running rampant. Running around, I've, I don't know how many pastors I've talked to in the last couple of years about, he said, well, I'm just having so much unforgiveness in the body. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't anything great. It was these frivolous things, yeah. frivolous things, yeah. you know, that come up. Yeah. Amen. The silly things don't have nothing to do with salvation. None of those things like that. Nothing about the blood or how we believe or things like that. But did he say forgive? Yes. For <laughs> road rage. <laughs> I've experienced road rage. I've, won, I've been one of the guys who voiced my attention. Don't you know how to drive? Didn't you see me coming? <laughs> I've been that guy. And Barb will go down the road and Barb will say, she always gets me. She always said, are you proud of what you just did? <laughs> no. No, I'm not. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it just came out. Forgive me, Lord, yeah. in my sin. But he will. Yeah. And I must forgive others. Yes, you Amen. Amen. And we must forgive others. Amen. That's thir- one more in 13. And lead us. You'll never have to worry about this. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine, we're talking about God, this God we're honoring, this God that we're honoring. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Amen. In other words, so be it. I'm in agreement. Amen. What an awesome God. That we serve. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Look here in John 4.34. John 4.34. Jesus said unto him. My meat. Is to do the what? The will. The will. We're honoring his will. All Jesus cared about. Was doing the will. Of his father. It wasn't about him. It wasn't about you getting your way, you doing it your way. But Jesus was all, and I like what Jesus said prior to this. He said, I've got meat that you don't even know about. <laughs> Jesus said, my meat, what, what nourishes me is my Father's will is in me. And that will is to do his will. My heart or my meat is to do the will of him that what? Sent me and to what? Finish the work. We're finishers. I have a friend who's in, uh, uh, what do you call this stuff? Drywall. (laughs) He's a drywall finisher. He doesn't hang it, but he's a finisher. So see, he hung it and you and I are Finishing it through the work of the gospel, through the message 
of the gospel. Amen. Glory to God. Romans 12, 2. Hallelujah. Well, let me read that. Be not conformed to the, uh, there it is. And be not conformed to this world. Come on. Now we're talking about what we were ended Sunday school with right here. Be not conformed to this world. Because, folks, I tell you, if you allow this world that we live in, they will conform you to what they're doing as well as what they're saying. They will. I'm telling you they will. And if you're not key on the Scripture, and if you're not elevating God, and if you're not honoring God's Word like we ought to, the adversary will subtly sneak in, and before you know it, you'll begin to believe stuff you never thought you'd believe before because the world believes it. Amen. Uh, we all had these kind of people in high school when we were growing up. There was always this boy or this girl who always would seemingly set the fashion trend. And we all figured if we didn't dress like they did, we weren't as cool as they were. Boy, what a lie. I don't have to dress like someone to be me. How about you being you and dress like you want to dress. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because if you don't, the next thing someone will be telling you how to dress. Amen. That's another issue. But we'll go on. And be not conformed to this world, but be you what? Transformed. You've all heard of the movie Transformers. How those things just transform into... Uh, rockets and it just, just transform. Well, that's what you are. See, you're like this. And God has put his perfect word in you. And when the Holy Spirit gets in you and you begin to do things for God, that transformation begins to take place. And you begin to open up. And before knowing it, that transformation busts on the scene and you become man of God. You become man or woman of God. There was a transformation that took place in your life. It's because we're honoring his word, his way, and his will. Amen. Be not conformed to this world, but you be transformed. I want to encourage this whole church. Don't you be, amen, transformed like this world, the world system. But you be transformed by what? The renewing. Of your mind. The soul, your mind is a soulless part of mankind. That's what we were talking about at the end of our Sunday school lesson. That soulless part of man needs to be what? Renewed. With what? His word. Something that's pure. Something that's purer than you are. Something that's better than you are. Something that some, it's something that you can be. But be you transformed by the renewing of your mind? Why? That you may what? Prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect what? Will of God. The only way you can prove that is by honoring the Father. With His Word, His way, and His will. Honor. Honor. Esteem. Build up. Recognize Him for who He is. And to close with this. Remember, uh, in Exodus twenty twelve and the Ten Commandments, it says what? Honor thy what? Thy father and mother. I love the last part of this. 
Barbie used to do this to our kids when they were little. They they would uh, get unruly, and they would do these things, and, and she would get that finger, and she said, do you want to die early? <laughs> you need to start respecting me and your dad. And then she'd go read that. If you want long life. If you don't want a long life, we'll just end it right here. <laughs> uh, yeah. With, with, with much fear and trembling did they obey. <laughs> Exodus 20, 20. It's funny. You know, we weren't like that. I mean, it's just funny, though. <laughs> no. We, we, we were, but we weren't about to kill them. No, no, not that. She's exactly right. I was a tough disciplinarian. I was. You know. <laughs> Honor thy father and mother. Why? That the days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Do you want to live long? Honor your mother and your father. You ought to thank God if they're still alive. Yes, amen. Yes. Amen. You ought to thank God. Yes. And if you do have a father that's alive today, I encourage you to call him yes. and tell him you love him. Yes. Give him an extra hug and say, Dad, if it wasn't for you, I don't know what I would do. Right. Maybe you didn't have a father that was a loving father. But I believe there, there's probably a male figure in your life that you could honor that you could honor. Amen. Romans 12:10 it says be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love and honor preferring one another. How about less honoring one another? And in Proverbs 3:27 it says give honor where honor is due. We owe God so much. I owe him my whole life. I owe God my whole life. Amen. Let's honor him in word. Let's honor him because of his way. And let's honor him because of his will. Amen. Let's stand. Hallelujah. God bless you again, fathers. You're awesome. Hallelujah. If if you fathers have children in the congregation today... Uh, you dad shouldn't have to do nothing or lift a finger unless you like to barbecue or something like that, then you go for it. But you, you kids, honor your dad today some way. Honor him some way today. Amen? Yeah. Praise God. Barbara and I love you, and we're going forward. And again, I encourage you to be here on Wednesdays if you can. If you can, this Wednesday, we're going to be talking about the fivefold ministry gifts uh, that God chooses we don't choose those gifts the office of the apostle the prophet the pastor the teacher and the evangelist we don't just walk into those offices because we think that we'll just try it there's a call there's a god call on a man or woman's life into the ministry to operate in one of those gifts they're very interesting very interesting amen and you need to come so praise god amen really won't you come up here in front Amen, where everybody can see you, Rudy.